What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sweat and Grime. You got Brian, Matt, and Rick in the studio. And on the phone tonight, we have Lauren Beauregard, who I actually know nothing about. Um, you are you basically contacted Rick, from what I understand, and it kind of morphed into you coming on the podcast. So for my sake, if no one else's, tell us a bit about yourself, Lauren. So, uh, yeah, I reached out to Rick. I think uh, he was on Instagram. And, uh, we were just kind of chatting about prices and stuff like that. And he said, uh, what's your fucking number? I'll call you in a few minutes. And we just talked. And the next thing you know, here we are. And he actually called you. Usually when he says that, he never answers after. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then he hung up the phone and he says, I'll talk to you in like a, like two weeks. And I was like, Oh, oh serious. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, so what do you do? How did you kind of come to be in the dirt world and what do you do currently? So, um, I started, I've been, I grew up in the, the industry, I guess the trade industry since I was a young boy. Um, my great grandfather had a logging business and my grandfather had it and my dad had it. So I worked around that for, since I was in high school. And then, um, I wanted to, I liked, I liked excavating more than the woods. Um, I get me and my dad just didn't mix that well when we'd work. Cause he's kind of he's old school, you know, and I was more new school and I was young and I thought I knew everything, which I don't know. Shit. Young man syndrome. So, I love you it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> it, smashes, so, it smashes all of us. In the yes, face it Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, he goes, if you want to do this fucking dirt shit, you need to go work for someone else and then, and then go from there. And what I ended up doing is I went and worked for uh, a big state contractor. He does a lot of heavy civil and a lot of state work um, reclaim projects and just big, big civil iron stuff, at least for Vermont where it's big. And it just kind of, I worked there for a long time and I just said, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to go out on my own. And I've been not doing this on the side since 2013, just cause I was bored on the <laughs> nice. weekends. So when you say so heavy civil, like Vermont style, that's where you're upgrading a, a dirt road to a paved road, and there's four pieces of equipment on a job, right? <laughs> you got that right. Yeah, cabin. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, we have Vermont is just such a super weird. It's it's just weird. This the state itself is just very weird. There's a lot of old money here. There's there's quite a few ski resorts. Um, like, and when I mean heavy civil, we did um like Burke Mountain. Oh, dude, that's um, rad. Then there was stuff in Stowe. We did a lot like fire stations and stuff like that. But yep. the bread and butter of that business was a lot of reclaim projects. So we follow um, like behind subcontract to Cabricky and Pike Industries. And their Pike Industries is huge. They're owned by Newcastle, which is out of Ireland. So, yeah, that's a huge company. Yeah. So we would do like the, we'd do the under drain, um, do the ditching and the burn removal and, and just all the rock work and stuff. And then it kind of got into, you know, doing water line, I mean, water lines, sewer lines, stormwater upgrades right through like Norwich University as a college. We did four or five miles of Maine. I mean, that's what I, I learned and it That's wasn't impressive. like digging a fucking cellar hole and, and all that. It was, it was big stuff. And how and, old were you at that time? Um, I started out, I think I started out when I was like 17, 18 and, uh, I got done when I was 20, 25, 26, I think. And then a buddy of mine, uh, he does directional drilling for, um, the gas 
place here. And he was like, Hey, I got some help. And I was like, fuck it. I'll try this. I've never tried anything of it. I've hit a gas line. I've ripped oh, one right out of the ground shit. at two 30 in the morning. Oh yes. <laughs> so I, I wanted to see what the other side of install was. And so I did that for about two years, three years or whatever. While I was I, this whole time, I've been doing this on the side on my own. And then finally I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. That's and, awesome. uh, some days I think it might be a mistake, but other days it's pretty good. I mean, diesel's like $5 a gallon right now, 520, I think. And what? yeah, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's getting bad. It is. Like, it's, we were just be, talking about 550 here tomorrow morning. Well, I was going to say, we're not diesel. even at the height of it yet. We're, we're yeah. still on the upslope. Oh, we just warming her up to seven, eight, ten bucks. We're we just, lubricating the bunghole and we we're, we're tickling there, a little like, all talking right when we walked in the door today to come to the, down to the studio. We're like, we may have to start doing this remote, boys. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's getting expensive. You know, you know, there's a petroleum. That's in the diesel fuel. You say there's a petroleum in the diesel fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and Hitachi makes heavy equipment. Yeah. What? A, what and are vibrators? You, so you can and go vibrators. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> I didn't really think about it that way. Yes. Yeah, it is interesting how you know this new era of a shit show. We're gonna have to kind of reinvent the wheel of how we're going to uh, go after customers and get work because it's going to we're not going to pay for it you know we got to put it's it on gonna, the customer yeah you're going to have to pass it off i think ultimately and um like i was talking to rick i'm pretty transparent i mean like i tell him listen i'm not the cheapest and i'm not the most expensive and like like he said he's like i tell him it's going to cost you a fuck ton of money yeah and, I'm, and i do the same shit and i'm pretty pretty thorough when i tell them you know like they always they you always get the famous question like do you know how much this roughly costs and i'm like no no <laughs> no idea i really don't well, you and, will once we're done yeah <laughs> well now, yeah. You, now you're starting to figure out as a contractor how much diesel fuel per yard is going to cost you and it's going to start averaging your pricing anymore because it's not just you could throw a number at it and you know if you missed a couple bucks it's okay now it's like the yeah. fuel bill is going to be even more than it's double moving the dirt. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Throw, throwing, throwing mud at the wall and hoping it sticks is not going to be a tactic that's going to be used. And I'm actually like, I have a lot of, I try to target a lot of higher end clientele. So I don't, I'm kind of in a good spot and, uh, my <laughs> I'm sorry. I just it's too entertaining. You like your buttons and you I love like my buttons. I love it. We gotta yeah. take the iPad away from them sometimes. <laughs> it's too entertaining. But it's it's I'm in a I'm in a kind of good spot and um I get compliments on my work my work and what I post and stuff like that. So I should be all right. But I like I tell those guys and they see it because they bought, you know, like I got a customer that just bought a new tractor and he's like, fucking hey, dude, I had to fill that thing up. And that was insane. And, and he's like, I can't believe like how much you in a week, what you go through. So they got guys that are pretty, they're pretty good with it. And they know that we're just out here trying they to make a living. Exactly. They understand. Yeah. And then you get some clients that they got so much money that it doesn't really bother them. And they, they still think like, that's super ridiculous. So why are you charging yeah. that much? Isn't that crazy when you find that one customer that, you know, you tell them a number and the, like the whole time before you go to present it to them, you're freaking out over it and they just go, okay. 
Yeah. Well, you, well, you either get that or you get the rich off their ass person that's still like, you want how much? And yeah. it's like, motherfucker, mm-hmm. you're building a two million dollar mansion and you're telling me you can't you can't fork over another seven grand? Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. You know, I feel like See, we're going to have to start bidding this work to the same rate that you did. And then you put like the fuel surplus charge at the bottom. With like a n endless dollar amount, they kind of do yeah, like infinity yeah. symbol. Then, like, do we start doing all cost plus jobs? Right. You know what I mean? It, I mean, it's kind of getting there. We're gonna have to be creative as contractors as it, yeah, as this go, all that changes. Was a, that was a ten thousand dollar job, but the fuel bill is only twenty two thousand. Yeah. 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 You know, it's get, it's it's getting fucking insane. And I've always been like a pretty uh, cost driven guy, so the cost, like I know the cost to move a yard of dirt. I know the cost of ownership the cost per hour to run and all anything i mean a compactor a fucking shovel i know it yeah. and it's it's expensive it's, to run a shovel it, though. it, it is <laughs> it takes a it does it takes a lot of gas for that right <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like it last year was a struggle because i'd always have to redo the costs like every week because it would jump like materials would jump and stuff like that now i just put a clause in there and a percentage and i tell them like hey this is a 20% cushion and yep. don't be fucking surprised when I come for it. Yeah. And, and that's how transparent I am with them and they're usually okay with it. Yeah. And so I've been fortunate and we've, we've had a couple projects, like a couple houses, people, they're getting cold feet and they back out, but whatever it's, it's only March. No, I'm not worried about it. What you said there, like putting a contingency, you know, in there just, just because, you know, and uh, you know, explain it to them that, it may not be used, but you know what? There's typically going to be that time, you know, instead of going after them after change order, change order, change order at the end or like during the project, just put a contingency of a little fluff factor and let them know, be brutally honest with them, you know? And it yeah, no, out. you got to cut it straight. I yep. mean, like they say most, uh, like my dad tells me with the log habits, usually they go over 10% on their, on their build and their budget. What we've noticed up here in Vermont right now is that they'll actually go like 10 to 20% over their budget mm-hmm. and they can't, they can't close their fucking construction loan because they, fl- they went way over their budget and the bank won't give them money Yeah, to close. And so I think a couple guys have heard that story and they're like, Whoa, fuck this. We're done. Yeah. And it's, it's really going to be interesting to see. And I definitely know it's going to weed out like the landscaper guys in our neck of the woods that have an excavator. Yeah. It's going to knock out 10, 15% of the yeah, bottom the, here, the, it's, fuck, This is yeah. the kind of the natural culling of the industry. That's well, you how you what? knock mm-hmm. out that bottom 10 to 15%. If we can make and, it, we're going to just run through it. It's going to be great. Yeah. You know, if we can, you know, hope to God. Everybody stays afloat, but you know, well, open since, the door to more work for us. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And since exactly. we're kind of on the topic of the economy, I, I've been trying to get this information out on all of my platforms. Uh, I actually interviewed an economist earlier this week specifically about kind of how the landscape has changed with Ukraine. And then we've got the feds talking about raising rates. In fact, they will raise rates here in the next yeah. week. Um Ultimately, what's going to happen is you're going to see a little bit of a slowing of the economy. The residential market specifically is going to slow. Well, I shouldn't even say that. I should say if you have residential customers, you'll see a slowing. But new building, believe it or not, is not going to slow that much because there's still such a uh, housing shortage. And so the, the silver lining of my interview with him is he very... Uh, uh, confidently there's the word i'm looking for he very confidently said we are not headed towards a recession we're not going to see some horrendous slowing of the economy it's just going to be a a couple sectors that are going to slow a little bit 
And especially right now in this time of uncertainty, we're still within the first 30 days of Ukraine and Russia. Um, there's going to be people kind of playing conservative and dialing back a little bit. I think it's going to be more like COVID where there was this huge pullback. Everyone wants to sit tight. And then within 30 to 60 days, everything starts busting loose and everyone kind of goes, oh, oh, it's going to be okay. We're not all going to die. And so uh, just, you know, as another platform to get that out to more people, uh, it is going to get a little tight for a little bit, but by no means is it we need to batten the hatches. We're going into a recession. So that was that was nice news to hear. Yeah, hide in the fucking woods. No, and I was right. I was listening um to a podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Wait, you don't well, just listen to ours. Yeah, wow. Bullshit, wow. Fucking fans well, only, <laughs> I listen to it all. But one got like a like an account there was a couple economists there. I think it was on like Daily News or I think it might have been Ben Shapiro for a fact. He all was right. like it's only like fifteen percent they would might calculate for a recession and he goes that's pretty slim fucking odds yeah and he's like no one's gonna worry and i agree with you just like covid it's gonna come to a halt people are gonna be scared and then it's just gonna get wide open again yeah and hopefully those those idiots the mayors of moronville down in dc can figure this fucking gas shit out i like what you just said that was perfect that's sweet it's it's the truth it i is. mean it's so I'm not, I have uh, I have some insight there as well that I got from the economist. It's basically one of those situations where we just had a huge global supply get turned off, and in order to make up for that, it's not an overnight process. You've either got to we've got to go to Venezuela, which we're actively doing, and other oil producing countries, and negotiate with them to give us more oil. We were talking to the Saudi Arabians, trying to get them to fire up more oil production. And then you've got the fact that the Biden administration, we're not getting into politics, Rick. Sweet Jesus, calm your titties. Why the fuck don't we just open our fucking pipelines up and fuck it and be self-efficient well, again? And so that's where I was going to go is, so the, the uh, pipeline that Biden, the Biden administration shut down, some of the oil drilling that they shut down, you know, obviously this changes things. We're going to have to go revisit that, but it's not like everyone can set up their rigs overnight and we have oil tomorrow. No. So- we are going to see probably a good six to 10 months of very high prices until the market is able to kind of get some some more supply in, and then we'll start to see a, a coming down of the prices. But I will say everyone should bank on the fact that fuel prices are going to be high throughout this whole summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You just got to trust the process with it, I think, and just kind of hang on and roll with it. Yep. And they're like... I feel like I've heard this before. There's no better time to be alive than today. I think Rick says it all the time, but like I was talking to a couple of guys down at the local store that they're contractors and they're like, I'm fucking scared. Like, ah, whatever. You can just give your shit back. If you got to, it's all good. Right. Yeah. There you go. And you kind of, I mean, I think for, for a long time and I'll be honest with you cause I'm young. I'm 20. I'm, I say I'm young. I'm 29 years old. And, uh, grasshopper. I get for a while you kind of get the like the cold feet of diving headfirst in mm-hmm. a business and this is it's not like you're a builder and you you know your overhead mat compared to probably Rick and I's is like oh 10 bucks yeah and <laughs> I, I have nothing you know I do we're, but. we're vested we're vested in shit that's 200,000 plus exactly you know for one piece to just make couple grand yep. in a day you know what he's doing and right so, now he's whipping it out 
and he's showing you how big it is. I've left it right now. Yeah, that's what's happening right now. You, you feel small, Matt? No, it is, it is crazy because, like, you know, I was thinking, you know, I sat there. I had a I had a dude that wants to come on board, like, quit his job, like, good job right now and come work with me. And I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable with that yet. You know, because that, that's overhead. It's like you guys having these Did he pieces. tell you that he's getting furloughed or something? No. He's pre no, he, he he wants to just jump ship and come work with me, and I was not comfortable with taking on that burden, kind of like you guys taking on. <laughs> Who doesn't know, want to work with Matt Motherfucking Tatton? Well, that's right. Does, but I he just wants to name. I want to sleep. I don't want to drink myself to sleep because I'm so nervous about making payroll tomorrow. You know? Yeah. Hey, that's not a bad way to live either, though. Honestly, yeah. drinking yourself to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason. Don't like doing that anymore. There's a reason why I don't drink. That might be it. Yep. Amen to that. It's just, it's just crazy, you know, to, and, and I don't, I can't even explain it. I mean, I've never seen anything like it, but I was in high school when gas was shot up to this, like 08, 09. Oh, and, when we were in college trying to make it. Yeah. That's when, that's yeah. when it hit us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like it didn't really matter because it was just schoolwork and yep. you you're chasing girls or doing whatever and your parents are pissed at you all the time. Yeah, and now spending to like, their gas money. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pretty why, much. Why take them way out to dinner. We're just going to have a night on the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like try to, trying to make a go at it now. Like the people that are doing this, their first, second year or whatever in business and they get through the other side. Fuck. It's going to be, it's going to be great because they made it through something that most people can't. And I know a lot of people that are backing out of shit, you know, that have bought stuff and they're scared. They're too timid to pull back. And I finally, it it was weird. It was like a, just a snap of the fingers. I woke up and I'm like, I'll just give the shit back. If this doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it does, it does. Yeah. That's the best thing being a business owner. When you start crawling in to a couple hundred thousand dollars deep is, you know, I'm not saying you want to go down that road, but bankruptcy's there for a reason. You could start back over and fucking build again. Yep. Oh yeah, you know? it's a nice little gray area if you know the system for sure. And that's that's what moti- mainly motivates me is the the interest, the intricacy about business, the way it works, the way you move money, good debt, bad debt, credit, how you can kind of wheel things around. Yep. And that's it's more or less for me about the business side of it than the work side of it. I don't know. It just kind of switched and I sucked in school. I hated math. I wasn't good at math. That's and now it's a lot of us old, in the dirt field. I bet you sharpen yeah. your pencil these days though. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Every day, every day is always something different. It's always changing. I mean, I get phone call. I, we talk to our vendors at least once, once or twice a week just to get updates and, you and can call start for selling that sawdust, you know, <laughs> from the pencil. <laughs> exactly. I kind of wish I was in your situation, just slugging a slugging a hammer around in a drop saw and shit yeah. like that. But I could never do what you do. I don't have the patience for it. It's it's interesting. I, I just had a coming to God with myself today. I, I almost didn't pull the half day, but I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I got to get to the next step, you know, but I was like, ah, I could do it on Monday. But no, I, I, I made it till 3.30 today. Good for wonderful. you, Matt. Good for you. <laughs> exactly. But that's the joy of working for yourself. Uh, 100%. Yourself to feed, you know? 100%. So. Absolutely. Now, what do you consider out in Vermont where you're at? What's your biggest headaches out there? And what are your biggest rewards right now? These nuts. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. (laughs) (laughs) My biggest headache. (laughs) You could do something about that. (laughs) I think 
Um, so our, I would say our climate is more, is probably very similar to yours. Um, have you guys been getting a lot of like flash freezes, a lot of freezing rain? Oh yeah. Yeah. Not this a year's lot been of rough. snow. Yep. Then you get like a dumper of snow. snow and then it's gone the next day. And then it and it's all fucked giant up. Soup yeah. Freezes, yeah. And then the basements are flooding and yards yeah. are taking over. Yeah. Well, I was well, kind of yeah. thinking of like, I can't go ice skating because there's just snow to my new rink. I just got going and God all of a sudden damn it, Totten, this is a work podcast. But yeah, man, it's it's wild. Like these these seasons. I know it is. This has been a weird year. Like like going back even into the fall. Like the amount of, of rain that we got this yeah. past fall, and then moving into winter where we all thought it was going to be a shitload of snow, and then it just froze. Yeah, and then it just turned into be like shitty weather where it wouldn't really freeze enough to really freeze. And like you said, we're getting a bunch of freezing rain and. Yeah, that farmer, that farmer's almanac. That's what everyone talks about. That's fucking bunch of bullshit. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we did. Uh, a buddy of mine was talking to me about plowing, and he and I have similar tactics of how we keep track of the years. And it's actually like, on average, it's about two to three times less per year. Really? For pushing snow. You should yep. write a book. I don't know if I'm good at writing. The Beauregard Almanac. Almanac. I was going to say. <laughs> Almanac, yeah. Run with this, brother. Can, Run with it. I can... Hey, weathermen lie every day, and they get over 100,000 bucks. That's away, it. So. Hey, it's maybe going to snow tomorrow, and it could be anywhere from an inch to six feet. All right, yep. back to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think the, the biggest... The biggest... Fucking, hey, that's a good question. For us, this spring, it's going to be... Um, we run a lot of, so my town, you could probably Google it. It's Craftsbury. It's the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont, hillbilly land, I guess. It's funny that you get um, so the Northeast king- Kingdom. That's nice. It's, it is That's really, right. it is really nice. It is nice. So and, you're not um, even upgrading roads. You're upgrading horse paths. Fucking right. We are <laughs> just got power British about five economy. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just ago. got cobblestone in. <laughs> uh, yeah. Looks beautiful. <laughs> No, right now I'm Googling. I, I need to see what this landscape looks like. So so you're saying you guys, like back in your day, you, you built a ski lodge? Yeah, so I think Burke, it was actually, it's there's a funny story behind that whole entire deal. So there's this thing called EB5. It was a big, it was a big Ponzi scheme scandal. All right. So uh, it was Burke Mountain, Jay Peak, and... Uh, I think parts of Stell and it was like, so the, they would get these rich Saudi Arabian guys. So like you, you pretty much bought a green card. It was some weird program and all our senators and, and shit like that backed it. And it's fucking illegal. Like you can't just buy a green card in America. And so what it was is, <laughs> What the hell? (laughs) So what this guy was doing is he was, he was like creating all this work up in Jay peak and Burke mountain and stuff. I mean, you can Google Burke mountain, that EB five scandal and you can read that. They're still in, they're still going, they're still doing it. Yeah. So that motherfucker should be in jail and him and that other guy, it was crazy. Like guys, some guys like went out of business because of this whole entire deal, because they were plumbers and they were like, it was a big, it was a big ski resort up in Burke. It's beautiful. I mean, it was super beautiful, Yeah. but it was, they just lied. Typical Ponzi scheme. They're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Dude, just yesterday they're saying they just raised $40 billion for us real estate projects and enterprises. 
Who yeah, they're EB5. probably huh. They're probably more. I I think EB five is like a big uh, nationwide program, and I think the people that tried to adopt it in Vermont didn't. No, they just about looked it. at it. Yeah, they just looked at it as a fucking scam to get rich. Yeah, mm. I hope contractors got paid pennies on the dollar. Yeah, that's rough. I hope he's able to hear his podcast. <laughs> also, so instead EB5 of being in jail, comes after yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. I don't care. I'll bury him with my equipment. I don't care. I don't care. We like guns up here and shit. So there you go. I live live on a dead end road. I mean, America. Like, there's a fucking this town, Crossbury. It's only thirteen hundred people. It's oh, not very big. That's, yeah, that's really small. It is hillbilly nation up there. Fuck yeah, we live right on the mountain. I think twenty eight hundred feet of elevation. Nice. Get some used to get some good snowfall right now. We don't. I mean, I just like it up here, and I was used to do a lot of work in Burlington, Chittenden County area, and that's like the they would consider that their city. Now, when you say good snowfall, uh, is that legit, or are you guys running cocaine up there in the hillbilly land? Uh, I can't <laughs> answer that question. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we got a good Dustin. Yeah. No, usually we get like three to four feet, but this year we haven't gotten squat. Yeah. That's a pretty good winter. So, yeah. So what do you, with your, your business, what do you do? Cause you've, you've talked about being in the heavy civil side when you're working for a contractor. What do you do with your business? So I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of raw land work, a lot of residential house sites and stuff. So I kind of, I like to clear, I pretty much, I was, I think I was telling Matt, we're all artists really in the tradesmen and we yeah. just take a, a like a piece of land is like a bank a blank canvas to me absolutely and i just fuck it up and i build it and paint it to whatever i want it to be yeah. Yeah. and that's kind of what i like to do with the residential because you get more creativity and i try to stay away from architectural drawings and architects yep because oh, you don't like the plot plan where they lay out specifically mm-hmm. to the half tenth of what your elevations need to be? Then they come back yeah. and shoot it. Yeah, and that's a say, fucking oh, worst. It God, I hate that. And it's that. wrong. Yes. Yeah. Well, they so up here, I don't know what you guys do for septic systems, but we do a lot of mounds in uh, Presby systems. And uh, they'll, what they do is that I'm actually looking at one right now on my computer. They'll literally like copy and paste a drawing found your mound dad <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> and that like you try to bid it off these plants and there could be like a four foot hole in the middle of this mound bed here wow. yeah or and you, they like they just get lazy with it yeah or you get the swale that drains completely the opposite direction of the catch basin yet they're gonna come out and shoot it to make sure you're within a half tenth of what yeah. they it's like well, you fucking idiots that's only a fucking they, word yeah well on paper they, yeah they know best i've seen it I mean, like to the tail end of my career, we were running 3D GPS and stuff and we were getting into that technology bug and I picked it up too. And uh, the the designs, the way they would build the models and shit like that wouldn't make sense. So like a dozer, have you ever seen a dozer run on 3D, hit another cross section? Where the blade another, just flips where the all blade of a sudden? fucking does all, it either digs in or yep. starts dancing <laughs> oh, all yeah. over. Yeah. It's like, Come on, guys. What the fuck? That's what... Go ahead. Finish what you're going to say. It it just shows that everything always looks great on paper. Well, and and another thing is most guys that haven't run GPS don't understand that there's a whole skill set just in being able to run GPS. Outside of knowing the dozer... You have to know how to interpret those 3D plot plans to know when there's some fucked up valley... 
what you actually need to do. And you got to be able to, to read those lines to interpret the information. You mean you got to follow the contour lines as you're chasing around. Exactly. You got to know <laughs> yeah. how to run that dose. And then you need to recognize when there's some, because when they do, when they come together with two blended edges and yeah. the software doesn't know what to do, you got to flip over into manual mode and you need to know what they're trying to accomplish there. It's a whole skill set just being able to run GPS. Yeah, one of my buddies is we used to, uh, we worked for Cabricki and we box cut uh, Route 2 in Williston. And you'd get underneath the trees and that, that dozer was, yep. was trash. Yep. And we were running, I was running 2D on the, running 2D 321 and we were digging the box. I think we were like three or four feet. Uh, boxing out and he would just like you said brian he just he'd take that thing off and you just feel the ride you just make it you just make it go good yeah and then you just fucking walk away and the engineers and stuff like that they go through with the base stations and shit like that and shoot it and tell you oh you're a tenth but it's like dude we cut four feet in the fucking ground what's a tenth of gravel yeah, exactly exactly right. you, you know, know what i mean right drain. <laughs> yeah no Parts of Vermont, they have over 18 inches to two feet of asphalt in some of these roads. Holy shit. shit. Is that yeah. because of lack of stone or? No, it's just or the, they just don't what, mill it. They just keep adding what, to it. They just fucking, it, it's just a bandaid on an open wound. They just yeah. keep, they keep jamming it on there. I hear in your podcast, you guys are bitching about roads. Ours Fuck are pretty me. bad though. Uh, Ours are, they're nasty, nasty, nasty roads. Well, at Their least they give you better. a fresh coat of, coat of asphalt. With with us, they just bring out a new patch of cold patch and that slap freezes. it over the last eight patches that they did there. There was a there was yeah. a road in Flint I used to call old patches because there wasn't any original road left. It was just <laughs> fucking patches. <laughs> Turn down that. They go fucking patch on the next day. It's just blow it out back to a two foot. Yeah, exactly. Snowplow comes through. Oh yeah, just, yeah, exactly. What were what my were you gonna say, Lauren? My favorite thing is when they throw uh, they throw like in the springtime. You'll see them patching. They'll get like a they got the hot box behind their truck or oh, whatever. Yeah. Yep. They fucking throw in that big old puddle of water, and they think it's just going to magically oh, yeah, evaporate, exactly. and it's, it's all good. Yeah. yeah, I love that. It's like you guys are fucking awesome. Thank yes. you. It's just getting the thanks DOT for coming guys, in uh, today. A day's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the way that you are. <laughs> well, you remember when 696 went to shit a couple of years ago and that emergency like freeway shutdown repair had to happen? Yep. And you would see the wreckers sitting on the side of 696 just waiting for people yep. when their tires were fucking go yeah. flying off yep. from the potholes. That's yeah, we had we had an issue with that, too, because a lot of our road base, um, for a while, a lot of main uh, highways or roads for us were made out of concrete. They yeah. tried the whole concrete thing, yep. and that's pretty much an objective. Uh, what the state of Vermont wanted to do is get rid of those oh, we've, concrete. We had the brilliant idea that we were going to experiment with porous concrete here in Michigan. Yeah, and, that's trash, too. Well, yeah, you're in a fucking state that freezes in the wintertime, so you create the concrete to where the water doesn't really, go anywhere. Well, no, it... it flows into the concrete well, that's what i'm saying yeah and it's, it's porous so it you've freezes. now yeah and then it freezes and literally we would pull those out you wouldn't even have to run the concrete breaker over them you'd literally take your excavator bucket and just pull and it would crumble into just cookie crumbles because it had just frozen two or three years solid and just obliterated the structure of the concrete oh, yeah 
Recyclable. Right. Oh, yeah. This time of year, you know, back when I was driving down to Detroit every day, I would stay about a quarter mile back from anybody because yep. the thing is, you would watch all of a sudden a car just kind of go like eating alive, and then the next thing you know, on the it's shoulder, like I'm like, all right, Mario. I'm going to dodge that. Yeah. Or they're shooting up chunks of concrete when it just tingles, and then all of a sudden it just finally shoots through your windshield. It's like, what I, the fuck? I think the guy that created Mario Kart lived in Michigan. Yeah, right? I really do. <laughs> Throwing bananas out everywhere. I have never had this many rock chips in my windshield as I have since moving to Michigan. Like, it's unbelievable how many rock... And I don't dare replace Where the windshield. Where you came from, dude? You were fucking riding horses to get no. to this wagon. No, 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 no. I was yeah. riding on fucking glass. You cross, you you cross mean- the state line in Texas, and it's like riding on glass. In Mexico. No, in Texas. What were you going to say, though, Texas, bro? You guys, so, like, for us, our state sucks, too. Um, if you have a chip <laughs> in your windshield... And it cracks. Like if you have a cracked windshield, you have it's a yeah. You have to replace it. Yeah. So I I have had for the last two years the same crack over my passenger side. So I don't see it. (laughs) It's hilarious when I have somebody in my passenger seat like, when are you gonna get this fixed? I'm like, I don't fucking see that. But the first time I get pulled over, do that. Yeah. They they nail you for that. They'll give you a fix it ticket. Yeah. And you go pay your fix it ticket. And then I gotta go my fucking Oh, you guys have fix it. Oh yeah, we got fix it tickets, baby. We're riding this baby. In Michigan, on your insurance, you could pay the hundred dollar glass repair. Oh, I have it. I just. Don't use it because I I know the second I get it replaced, it's gonna it's be fun. That's, exactly. That's why I it's haven't ridiculous. done it. Yeah, it's like I because I did it on my old truck. I got it. I got the windshield replaced. It wasn't even like three weeks later. Bink. There's another another nice fat, uh, you know, little you know, just pea size. Yeah. Then the first time you turn you your mother. defrost on in the winter, it's just like, yep. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and you know, it's one of those things where yeah, technically the de- the deductible is a hundred bucks by the time right. you go through. But you do a hundred bucks four times a year. Well, no, you just do it <laughs> once a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a fucking rocket in itself. Oh, it is. Yeah, dude. Well, we got gravel trains at fucking twelve or eleven axles that can't even keep the tailgate shut. But yeah, it's a rattling. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're just the trickling pea stone down the freeway. I don't give a fuck. Then when they, then when they yeah. flip over, they don't exactly just clean the road. They just push it off. To yeah, the push side. it off to the it side. Call it good. <laughs> That's when I go. Yeah. My, that's when I go with my trailer. I just sit there and shovel it in. And I'm like, Wait, right. I got some piece on my driveway. Yeah, hey, getting the margins up on this job. <laughs> Welcome to Michigan. I've never been to Michigan. I want to go to Michigan actually. Dude, it's, come on over, man. It's freaking great. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It beautiful is. State. It is beautiful. And well, and I say like that from an out of stater. A month. Well, you it's get four only... unique seasons. Yeah. And it. And. It's pretty and then good. in the spring, you got four seasons in one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah depending on what day you're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just like Vermont today was like 45. It was nice. And then they're calling for 12 to 16 inches of snow hey, this weekend. We're all supposed to get dumped. I think it's just going to go just south of us. Like, we're yeah, gonna get we're like only supposed to get snow like and an stuff. inch. Yeah. yeah, but nothing oh, like you guys are That's what she side. said. I was like, there's a foot of snow you <laughs> dumped on after it all just melted. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's just, wild. That's the one thing I think that bothers me about the spring startup is like the road. So the roads are posted up here. So we have a posted limit yep. and yeah. the breakdown, the breakdown is getting longer. So usually it's right after town meeting day for us in March and April 15th to open it up. But I guarantee it won't be till May. 
Dude. Yeah, I think last year it was like May 5th or something, May 6th. They were on a lot of off. Yeah. I'm it's telling you, yeah. the more you talk, Lauren, the more I am convinced that you are in medieval England because you've <laughs> you've mentioned the fact that you've got cobblestone roads now. You're in the <laughs> hillbilly kingdom, and then you just mentioned after town meeting day. <laughs> With the pitchforks. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even tarp his fucking cocaine. Do you guys still they, uh, practice uh, prima nocta out there? We, well, I also have a, we have a moat around our property as well with a drawbridge. And, uh, and some gators. Still, yeah, I got a couple gators. We still run the, you know, the torches at the end. Excellent. That's how you can, that's how you can find us up here on a clear night. Yeah. Clear night. You blow your bugle, you'll, you'll we'll signal back. No, Vermont's always been interesting, man. Freaking Connecticut. I've never made it out to that side, like Maine. I've never been that far. I've, New York is where I stopped. And Maine. New, Maine's, Maine's kind of the, they have the same, the same it's the same attributes, really, yeah. Maine. I got family up in Maine. I like I like Maine a lot. I uh, got family in New York. Actually, where, uh, who was the guy you guys are talking about that ran, that works at the sawmill? Oh, that was uh, Brandon yeah, Culpepper. Brandon. Yeah. So, He's in what fuck Oneana? Yeah. Yep. So my Which is mom, the baseball my, capital of the world. Yeah, they have <laughs> uh, fucking Cooperstown, and then that baseball uh, oh, summer school shit is there too. Right. Um, my fucking my mom's parents, or they had a farm over there. As a matter of fact, I was like, holy shit! It's pretty wild. Like, how, like six world. degrees, you know, just like wow. That's where I yeah. grew up or came from. <laughs> it's nuts. Well, he is that's looking one to get into I... the excavating world if you're looking for some help there. That's true. Is he? Oh, yeah, he oh, yeah. is. Big time. Fucking send him on up. There I you have go, a Brandon. With Brandon that. listens to every one of these. Brandon, oh, I know right I'm talking directly to you. <laughs> Follow Lauren and bring your fishnet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I was going to say bring your medieval attire, but. <laughs> Does yeah, he need to bring fucking... chainmail with him, or do you guys supply yeah, that? <laughs> we can hook him up, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, getting back to what you do as a contractor out there, what else? Yes. What else are you chasing besides clearing some land and doing some residential world work? A lot of. I like walls, boulder set walls. Um, do we do a lot of a lot of small stuff too? I really try to chase septics mounds yeah there's good money in that and presby's i fuck it i'm just gonna say it in four or five days you can make six to ten grand yeah and that's probably a reason why there's so many guys doing it because i say shit like that and they're like oh really yeah you should have said on don't mind if i do (laughs) but 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 there's a what i don't say is that it's taken me 13 fucking years to make six to ten thousand dollars in four days exactly and when you say presby's you really mean presbyterians (laughs) and a bag of cheetos (laughs) (laughs) but so a lot of septics um residential you know house sites and stuff um driveways ditching i mean we get all sorts of weird shit like spring tile work farmers want some drainage through there i mean whatever whatever pays the bills yeah yeah but i try to market myself to the like i got a client in uh, new hampshire doing he wants to do four miles of ski trails some culverts and stuff like that so i do a lot i like ponds a lot of pond work rehabs or new ponds you got to watch out for that though because now 
lot of people pay attention to Facebook and they have nothing better to do. I got called on for DEC, so the Oof. Department of Environmental Conservation. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. 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 So, yeah, no, I love that. That's really cool. And they, yeah, fuck those guys too if they're listening. Right. They can come after Wait me. Up, I don't team. really care. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, pretty much whatever. It's pretty much the same as you guys. Yeah. yeah. Now, are you doing it with help or on your own GPS? So I got a, I got a buddy. I got a buddy that I sub out to. Um, we we go, we kind of help each other out, and usually it's just the one man band, me, and that GPS. That's good. He's got a cat with the, the cat 3D dig or whatever. So we, so it's not three, it's not 3D. I run 2D advanced. 2D. Oh, okay. So it's got the overdig protection on it. Yeah, so I got. I mean, it's brand fuckers brand new. Um, I've heard so, the new overdig protection. Like you can dig in real, real time, real speed, and it'll keep up with you. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I everyone is like, that's fucking cheating, and I'm like, no, that's saving like four hours. Fuck yeah, yeah it's it's making money. It, yeah, absolutely. It's, li- it's just like that eye dig system that you guys have. So the way you run that laser catcher system, mm-hmm. that's that's all I do. But the, but your machine, the difference between the iDig and what you're running, yours, you can actually turn on overdig protection and it will keep you from dipping below grade, correct? Yeah, you can do that. I mean, I like to do it. The, I don't, I don't no, mess around do with that shock shit. Shock your ass when you start going too deep. Like, ah, no, fuck. that's the right. Hydra, the hydraulics literally stop. <laughs> yeah, it won't. It, so it can, acts like you're not. It won't allow you to. It almost feels like it's going over relief, but it won't yeah, allow the so, machine to go. I think we've been friends long enough. Like, you guys got to invite me out to like, dork around the machines i want to play with this shit i don't know what the fuck you i'm talking about invite us to remodel someone's house yeah. i want it to be done right yeah so. oh exactly exactly <laughs> last night i, I think my I, in my mouth i think i heard you were playing golf mm-hmm. and fucking these guys are freezing their ass off yeah, it was amazing <laughs> so and there it is maybe that's why they don't invite you out <laughs> right I, hey i did invite them down and, and working a long day for totten he just admitted was and like 3 30 so fucking, yeah <laughs> you're just getting in the fucking phase two by then oh boy yeah i, I start totally turning the heat on <laughs> and it's typically uh dark to dark when we roll yeah baby yeah no, and you and you kind of got to because the seasons are so they're exactly. like they're getting shorter and shorter. Rain, like rain, used to slow me down. Fuck that, I go right through yep. it. Yep. Everyone's like, I hate mud. Well, I learned to perfect my craft to work in the mud. I don't care. Uh-huh. And you have to do what you have to do to make a living. And I kind of I enjoy it. I just like it. I don't know why. Yeah, I just it, do. It gets it's in your blood, awesome. and then you're just yeah. you're stuck with it for the you rest of your life. Though, man, when people literally say it gets in your blood, yeah. it gets in like your blood. Like crack cocaine. You can't <laughs> drive, you yeah. cannot drive past a job site without like gawking. Absolutely, especially Rubber when there's big iron yeah. out there. Ooh, especially yeah. if they're working when it is raining. You're like, how the fuck are they working? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do. <laughs> the one thing I will say that I miss about the commercial side is the camaraderie between trades. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you're out on a big, like you guys, all you guys have been in the big commercial side and you know exactly what I'm talking about. You got the concrete guys, you got the plumbers, you got the framers, you got the steel guy, you got every fucking trade and you guys pretty much, you guys live with each other in a roundabout yeah. way because you spend more than 40 hours a week on the same site for six months, for a year, for two years, however long it is. Yeah. 
and you start to you build bonds and lifelong i have lifelong friends it's a family away from home well, yeah. yeah it is and i and that's the funny thing I, my laborers i could tell you more about their families than i could tell you about my family and what they had going yeah. on the week during the during the work season yeah yeah and you could call them up anytime if you needed a job or needed a hand yep and it's like let me make a phone call i'll help you yeah yeah that's the one i will say that that's like that's the one thing i miss about the commercial stuff and like this whole one i mean it gets it gets pretty lonely when you're talking to yourself out here in the oh, woods. Trust me, if it wasn't imagine. for podcast and uh, you know we talking to like toilet and you know plumbing fixtures and what tile, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I went from talking to a hundred guys a day to me. So what yeah, there's, there's Totten just staring and at the toilet of, bowl, just chatting away to himself. Sets. What kind of language you talk, toilet? I'm not sure. I don't <laughs> even think. It, like I don't even splash. think it understands. <laughs> This is see that's part of the problem working alone. As you just right. get, start you know, it. Some of my customers will be like yeah. working like from home, like in the next room, and they'll be like, Who the, "Were you on the phone the whole time?" I'm like, "No, I was just literally talking to myself." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do they call you back or are they? Oh yeah, oh yeah. They I get all. Oh, they love it. Oh, they they love get it. that guy that's kind of special back out here. He did <laughs> yeah, nice they, work. They start feeling bad for me. <laughs> they do. Brushing so you're getting. <laughs> So you're getting all the shame work. Oh yeah, almost oh, definitely. Most yeah. definitely. You gotta you gotta hey. play your strongest card. Titan's, you gotta. Titan's number one in number two business. That's, that's right. They they should have made the shameless movie after me. Like you know my shame. You know the shit guys always have like the greatest slogans. My favorite one to date when I was working at Home Depot, I came out one day and this guy's plumbing truck is sitting right there and on the bottom it says, Your shit is my bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. But it's the fucking truth. That's it is. It is the fucking truth. Well, there's a you sh- gotta really own it. You gotta own your your craft and your skill set. Oh, absolutely. And, gotta, and have a sense of humor. Look, you got it. And you gotta like you gotta fucking breathe this. If you want to be the best at it, you gotta kind of not be arrogant, but yes. be arrogant in a way. And you always gotta be humble because yeah. I have been fucking slapped so hard for just being like, oh, this is easy. I've done this a hundred times, and like that whole gas line deal. Oh, I can God. tell you that we were working nights, two thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah. Let me tell you what. Pop that always puckers your asshole, doesn't it? it? Dude, I, I yeah, good guess. Pop, pop, pop we, one of those suckers out of the ground. Oh yeah. So you like know? Back, back like probably like eight years ago, I was helping out in this big nursing home job we were doing in like half of the building was like being used. Like there was patients and stuff in there. So we're sitting there, we're doing this parking lot job, and you know, Miss did came through, marked out all the shit. So we're cutting in curbs, or they are. And I'm out there, and it was a Friday, and every Friday was Hawaiian shirt day, and we wore, like, coconuts and stuff because we were working amongst, like, the patients, so, like, to keep them their spirits up. Yeah. We never got that, that passed by our safety director, but the whole site is in coconuts <laughs> and fucking, like, Hawaiian shirts. And all of a sudden, the operator, this huge, like, 300-pound guy, just digging through, just cutting, doing his cuts, and he was about 30 feet away from where the gas line, which was a six-inch main for, like, all of the area where we're at. And next thing you know, you just, they just, they dumped a pile of gravel and the truck left and it sounded like there's gravel being poured still. It was like, you know, 
And I'm on the other side of the job site. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I see it was so high pressured that it was cutting through the pile of gravel. Oh, yeah. There's right at the building. You don't and mess up, You see A-Rod. this guy. He's never ran in his life. Just sprinting so fucking fast. And next thing you oh, know, yeah. we have every news station. You know, it shut down, you know, gas to the whole city, you know, in that area. But God damn it, you look nice <laughs> they, in them Hawaiian shirts on the we, news. We forget, <laughs> we forget like, because we went into, like, reaction mode and forgot that. We were looking like we were. <laughs> you guys were filling you know, the shoes. Channel of the 7 park. News, like every major news station. News story. There's been a gas main yeah. break and a bunch of random white retirees in Hawaiian shirts are trying like, to. It was like 100 degrees out that day. So like all the, all the, uh, they had to shut down all the AC units because they didn't want to suck the gas in, you know, all that, the, whatever. So all, next thing you know, it they got the biohazard crew. The, there's oh, yeah. hundreds of EMS cars, cars coming to bring the patients out and put them in these like mobile units. And, oh, dude, it was horrible. Then our, that is that the worst fucking feeling, dude. Oh, it was it crazy. Is. But at the end of the day, like we did nothing wrong. We were doing. Oh, it we doesn't were, matter we if it's your fault away, or man, not. You always feel it's guilty. Just, and you associate with it because you're That mystic guy came back you know, that afternoon, mm. you know, and was just, dude, his head was hanging so low. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did I follow it? It was like a. We should have known better. It went in a straight line, then just like U shaped, yeah, and then fucking back in. But yeah, sometimes just, you gotta, in this field, dude, we come so complacent and relying on everybody else that you think they did their job. You you called it in, they flagged it out. Yep. You've been in the business so long, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's right there. You get so accustomed instead of going, let's double check this exactly, and then going, let's hand dig that and just see what's there. Fucking everyone's like, yeah. oh, we're back here. Fuck, we'll be all it right. It was massive. It was yeah. so bad. Sometimes you got to get slopped really to get ahead. Absolutely. It. Absolutely. Yeah. It's We all need a humility check every once in a while. Fuck yeah. 100%. Well, the best was like the the energy company that, you know, came to, you know, they just came. The guys sitting there like, hey, it's a wine shirt day it. for us too. He's like, well, we'll get, we'll do a live tap, you know, and it was pretty cool seeing them do that, but. It was like, you're not worried about it, but then again, oh, I it, do. it takes a spark, you know. Four, you just hours, four hours later, yeah. when the cert, the crew shows up and the supervisor gets up yeah. from the other job, and that starts at 4.30 on the clock overtime. That's my favorite part, yeah. is everyone acts like gas is this huge deal. And the gas it's, company included acts like it's this huge deal. And then they sit there and just look at it Until you hit it, and then hours. they send somebody out, and they're like, Yep, you hit a gas main. I'm going to make a phone call. And then you wait around for four hours. And then some truck shows up, parks 20 feet away. No, like, no concern about blowing anything up. Yep. Then they unload their equipment and they're out there and fucking cut off wife beaters practically with their work attire. Yeah. But they do have ear protection. So they're mm. official. Like, the way they handle it, I'm just like. It was pretty neat. You Watch guys, them do a, well, a I just, I love that they make us all super paranoid about like this thing could go up at any second, and then the guy sitting there with a cigarette, basically. I mean, not really, yeah. but basically with a cigarette in his mouth, like over this gas, being like, "Oh, it's fine." Well, <laughs> and then it's like that subdivision job we were at. The chick gets out with the sniffer, and they're sniffing the gas, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, we're we're checking to see how bad the gas." levels are here and i'm like i don't know it's been blowing for fucking five that was, hours that was my I favorite part it's in the air. here by now like, <laughs> yeah, she brings this little tool oh go ahead lauren oh fuck <laughs> i know you guys oh my god i'm just laughing at all of it well, so we hit this gas main it's like what was Brian it yeah i did thing. i did it was my Brian. yeah absolutely so own it. i did own i, it. I, I own hit it. that fucker and she Brian owned it so bad he never hit a gas line before that fucker was out of the cab before I could even turn oh, around. Oh, absolutely. I was like, 
off the field, I, dude. I shut that key off faster than you knew it could turn, and I was hightailing it. So we hit this gaslight. It's like, I don't know, like a four or six inch main. I don't remember. This thing's screaming. You can hear it from four oh, yeah. blocks away. And this lady gets out of her truck and she's got this little box with a line coming off it. I was like, oh, what's that? She goes, oh, it's a sniffer. Yeah. And I just stare at her. I'm like, <laughs> you can't smell the odor? Like, we can hear it from four blocks away. Do you really need that? And she's like, well, no, this is to check if it's making its way back up towards the house. And I was like, well, it's kind of in this whole area because of the way wind blows. Right. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So believe it or not, uh, natural gas, actually, it's it sets really low. It stays really low in the atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. And um, when they do that, when they use that sniffer, if it's obtainable enough, that means they don't have to evacuate a certain area. Like I was very fortunate because we were in the middle of Williston, 2.30 in the morning. And it's a residential area. I mean, it's right outskirts of UVM and shit. So we would have had fucking the whole shebang like you guys, like Matt had over there. The fucking TV, the news crews, EMTs. It was going to be a shit insane. show. With and coconut bras on and fucking white shirts. The whole show. We <laughs> didn't right. have those. I wish we did. Um, and they, we were lucky. They came out, our gas company's really great here in the state. They came out and sniffed it and they're like, this is really controllable. You're really fucking lucky. And I was like, who, Oh my <laughs> well, God. I'm and I was young. Horizontal boring and going to the, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was, I was young. I was young. I think I was 24 when I did that. And then coincidentally, three years later, I'm right into it, like doing the installing the shit, learning all about it. It was, it, it was a great experience. Yeah. Well, I, those horizontal boring guys, you guys fuck up a lot of shit too. I've talked to multiple guys that are like, oh yeah, we're we're moving through this and well, we wrapped up like wires. Yeah. Fuck. Well, no, what happens is they have to locate all the utilities and sometimes yeah, utilities they have to aren't. Call all the utilities. Exactly. Cause I've yeah. I've talked to multiple guys who are like, Oh yeah, we wrapped up like a half mile of fiber line because we didn't realize we hit anything and then you know it's wadding up on the end of the drill and I'm yeah. like, Oh <laughs> Yeah, when they're even, when they're pulling back. Yeah. I never I could never I never, I don't, I could pull back on a drill. I've only done it twice, maybe not even, maybe once. I was definitely afraid of it. It's I just scary. couldn't, I couldn't envision, I can't envision it. I get the, the way they, the way they drill and you locate, it's like laying of the land. You kind of have to like to go down, you, you know, it's all based off a clock and shit like that right. to steer and stuff. Yep. And I get the principles of like, you have to drop down for this to account for going up to, you know, four feet over there and all that shit. But I could, I just couldn't fucking, I couldn't grasp the concept of actual drilling. Yeah. We do my, uh, my team that I work with, um, we did services and we'd use a, uh, we use a hog, a whole hog. So it's like a, it's, it's like a, a ground mole. Would you say you got a tool. big old hog? What kind of drill <laughs> services were you doing? Yeah, we were doing the, the good stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. But it's an air piercing tool and we had a big air compressor and I'm you sure just. I'm sure that would pierce some damn <laughs> Fucking right, dude. Oh yeah. Well, that's how we installed services and stuff like that. And it was, it was one of the greatest experiences ever. Like going on the other side to seeing what it was. Cause I was afraid of it really. Yeah. And then now to dig like against gas and shit like that doesn't really bother me because I, I know the, the stress point yes. of it. I know I've been on that side of installing like to know, yeah, it's good. Yeah. There's this. And then like digging in town where that utility company is active. 
I know like, yep, this is a steal. This is the, you know, like I know the T set up. I know, I know things now from being in, and it only made me better at just being in the excavating business itself, yeah. being around those utilities. That's, that's one of the greatest advantages of getting into multiple aspects of the industry to just stay on a road crew. You'll know road work really well. But that's yeah. all you're going to know. And that's to get it. on an underground crew, you're going to know that really well, but that's all you're going to know. But if you can bounce between those different and and that horizontal boring, I'm with you. I haven't had the opportunity to spend any time on one of those crews, but that's always something I've wanted to go do just for the sake of learning that side of the business so I can apply that knowledge back to the area of the business that I'm familiar with. Right. It's a, it's a fucking science. Like yeah. they have like science to mixing mud they have a mud school down in texas i believe that oh, you go I believe to. it for the bent night and everything did, yeah like yep. there's a science to that shit and the guy that i work with he fuck he was a wizard on a drill too like he was good and he would do he would drill and locate by himself like he was he was he was great at it it was amazing i could just never do it i just like i just wanted to dig and that's yeah. how when you're running those controls like once you run an excavator or skid steer like you run equipment you don't get that hand, that hand eye coordination out, out of you to like, so for me to run a drill, I was trying to dig and I'd like fucking break rods and snap shit. I was yeah. like, yeah, we're, we're done. We are done here. Yeah. And so it, I never, I just said, fuck this. I'm not learning it. Yeah. It's a whole other art. I mean, you don't even mm -hmm. get to see what you're doing. You're staring at a screen and getting feedback from your guy at the end of your drill pipe. Yeah. And that's a lot of, that's where community that's where bonding and communication yeah. is fucking key. If you got a guy that can't locate for you, you're gonna have a bad drill. If you gotta if you can pair up, like I I learned how to locate really well really well and uh we did some crazy drills like underneath houses and shit like that and i'd locate him through a, underneath a building it was fucking insane what shit, you can do with those things fucking you know entertainment center in their freaking basement you know one of the most <laughs> impressive videos i've ever seen that really like made me understand the capabilities of the horizontal boring was watching a company that was i think they were doing a residential sewer line uh over yeah. over a pretty good distance and they drilled a one foot by one foot hole in this basement and pop that rod right up in the middle of it. And I was just like, holy, holy shit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah, impressive. It's insane. it's insane. And those guys are like, they're a breed of their own. They yeah. live, sleep, breathe directional drilling. And they're the best at it. They're the, like, that's a fucking niche. And I could never get in on the niche. I just wanted to learn that side of it. And so I took full advantage of going over there to work with those guys. Just on my end to get out in the, the excavating field yeah. of like, okay, we hit a gas line. I know what to do, or if we're coming up on a gas, this is the standard of what this is backfilled out or, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. You know, the parameters so, of what you're working yeah, with. Yeah. Cause there's, cause they have inspectors. Like when you install, they have inspectors that are with you every day and they're certified. You have to be certified and you have to do DOT physics, like piss tests and stuff like that. Really? I yeah, didn't know yeah. that. There's a I'm lot out. of, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's working for utility gas utilities, federal, it's a federal regulated. Oh no shit. Well, thing. I guess I'll yeah. watch from the sidelines. So. I would hope so. <laughs> and it's, it's all, uh, and it's all, it's all union too. Yeah. Yeah. I do know there's really good money in it. Now I tell you mm -hmm. what really gets me excited is those companies that get into the big mama directional drills where it's basically a well drilling unit 
put on its side and they're drilling oh, with yeah. full fucking like well pipe. Yeah. Dude, those are six inch and shit like oh, yeah, that. Exactly. The rice below oh, they'll nope. they'll fucking all of a sudden they're sucking oil under front right from underneath. <laughs> well, your no, it's not house. even the oil industry. Like when they do the like big storm and, crossings and yeah. stuff on under interstates, yeah, they'll pull back like a sixty inch pipe. Like that's yeah. the power yeah. that those things have, and it's they'll just build like themselves oh, a big pad just to set the rig just to set the rig on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's yeah. it's fucking awesome. We got a drilling company, uh, ECI, as a uh, engineers construction. They're like. That's what they do. A lot of that heavy duty drilling. That's right. I got to look into that a little bit more. Yeah. It's, it's awesome fucking, stuff. It's, awesome stuff. I may, it's just I may the go trades, through the YouTube uh, rabbit hole tonight. Damn it. Have so much <laughs> shit to offer. And like, that's the one thing I've really noticed is the trade for us, our, our demographic and what we have for people. There's, we don't have a lot of people getting into the business. And if we do, all they want to do is run equipment. They're not really appreciative of running a shovel or now, yeah. how are guy, you, like as a, you know, a, an operator or business owner and stuff like, you know, you're, you know, there's dying breeds of you guys, you know? So like, are you being younger? Are you trying to go out and like promote and kind of like talk to people in your area to be like, Hey, like this is a good way to make a living. Like, do you, do you promote the industry of what you do Um, or no? You're I'm just not. Kinda, one I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm kind of just low key and keep quiet. Like when I was in the commercial side of things, I definitely was about that because you're trying to do, you know, two 24 unit apartment buildings and knock out a, a bank and, you know, get all this shit done. And there's only five of you guys, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And you got like a mile of curb and sidewalk, yeah. you got to get prepped and you got yeah. a CO on the line and that's where it was like young help labors, like, let's do this, let's learn. And then when it's the residential, it's like, I don't want to fucking deal with anybody. I, I just yeah. want to do what I do. And that's kind of my mindset too. It's like, you know, do I really want to bring somebody on to. Then you can't eat? talk to yourself. Yeah, yeah that's, that, they would think toilet. I'm just fucking, yeah. they'd probably be yeah. like 10 minutes and be like, dude, this fucking whack. <laughs> yeah, but when they, they got to actually grip a shovel or a pick and throw it and they, you know, rip a callus on their hand or they start sweating, they're like, I do this for eight hours. You're like, yeah, fucking Fuck. get digging, dude. Yep. Yeah. They don't like, want to do it. They just want to eat Tide Pods and shit. <laughs> what, you don't? I yeah. Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> like, Can't you use a Friday little night. mini excavator over there? And you're like, no, dude, I got other things to do. You're here to hand dig this right behind the house. You know, all day mm -hmm. long. I do want to go back to something you said just a second ago, Lauren. Uh, one of the things that's so often overlooked that you just nailed is just how much of a variety of jobs the trades has to offer it's i i did a call actually this week with some college students that were that were just wanting to kind of explore the industry and um we were talking about it and i was i was telling them everyone thinks when you get into the trades that you're going to be like every most people envision a plumber with his arm halfway down a toilet covered in shit and no. what people don't realize is like that is one tiny aspect of the trades like yep. you can be an operator, you can be a carpenter, the iron, you can hit all the big trades, but then even within the dirt world, you can do like we've talked about road work, underground work, you can do directional boring, or if you don't even like being in the field, you can get into drones, you know, doing site takeoffs with LIDAR and everything. Yeah. You can get into doing the GPS mapping and using CAD. None of this requires a college degree. You can yeah. do that with a high school education and some online courses and a will to learn and do something. Absolutely, like you just got to you just got to want it. Yes, yep. nobody all wants you need, it. Well, I think I think more the the bigger thing is 
no one knows it's out there because our public that, education system right. doesn't tell yeah, them. Yeah, you're not, it. you're not, you're not wrong. I went to a trick. I went to a tech school when right. I was in high school. So we had a, we had a tech program. Very nice. Those that are almost all gone only, now though. That's the sad is, thing. Ours, ours in Vermont, ours fucking thrive. Does it because, really? Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, and it's like, it's tree. It's, de- I mean, they have, cosmetology they have business they have tech they have building trades they have forestry they have mechanics they have automotive they have body shop they have fucking everything that's so awesome because they're pulling man auto tech around here and down in texas that's all gone so google uh cte center of technology essex vt and that's what we had and that fuckers that thing's still rolling and that is the only reason why i graduated high school yeah C-T-E-V-T? Did I get it's that right? C-T, it's uh, C-T-E, so Center of Technology Essex. Gotcha. Vermont. Vermont. Okay. If you Google it right now, and you'll see what that is. Well, I can't do That's that because of my screen setup here. It's going to take oh. too long, and it's going to distract from the riveting conversation we're having. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, Where like, you're, you're, not, you're not wrong on the trades. There's, like, there's so many little intricate things embedded with you know just say if you say carpentry there's like four different spur things off that oh yeah you have fucking you have framing finished carpentry um you have like i know people that just build closets yeah and apparently they make a shit ton of money because my buddy does like california closet installs dude it's fucking rad like and i just don't have a setup for that you know once i get a pole barn i may change up you know do some millwork stuff but right now it's like that he's killing it you could specialize in anything though yeah and that's yeah. what people don't realize is once you go learn Get the whole realm one of thing everything just run with it specialize in something and yep. be unique absolutely be excel exactly. at it the best specializing in something because yep. everyone no, just wants to be abroad like, and that was my mom and dad literally told me they said listen you can go to college if you want but not trying to be an asshole We'll take a hundred thousand dollars, put it in the driveway, and light it on fucking fire, and that's what we're gonna get. Yeah. And I was like, "Fair enough. Let's so try something." And in my, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, son, but you're a goddamn but loser. <laughs> but my dad, you know, my dad just—he—he he knew he was like he likes he likes heavy equipment. Yeah. yeah. He knew he, where and he my dad's always my dad's always built, you know. So I got in touch with building i some carpentry like log cabins log cabins are my favorite i like to st- I'll stock a kit with the old boys once in a while Dude, i want to so bad get into building i just want to go work with somebody for like a week you know and build a log cabin come on up dude, dude i'll set you right up 263 year old men and you'll be like holy fuck i love it it'd be like broke back building time. so so circling <laughs> oh god so circling back to your old man you said uh you kind of your, your old man, which I think is wise advice, told you go work on your own. Have you and, and your dad circled back you on good terms and, and oh, have you yeah. thought about going to oh, work yeah. with him? Yeah. So that's what I do. Like when I get slow or whatever, when I'm bored, he'll he'll call me and he'd be like, hey, do you want to go? Uh, do you want to help me and Tony out? And I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, oh, we're stocking a kit. And I'll just go stock a kit and run around like a madman with him. And we have, we have so much fun doing it. And I didn't, now that I'm older, I appreciate all the lessons that my parents have taught me about hard work. Isn't that amazing? There's a, there's a fucking reason why they yelled. Yep. 
there's a reason why I probably shouldn't say this. They beat my ass. <laughs> Dude, that's, um, that, it, it made us what we are now. And I yeah. think the, the amazing thing about growing old is you look back and go, oh, fuck. Well, I, feel, I was uh, dumb. I feel, <laughs> I feel the way our upbringing was, was a pretty solid upbringing. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't be such a bad curve to kind of throw back into the society. No, no. And I'm having, I'm actually going to be a dad um, in August. So hey, congratulations. That's awesome. So I'm having a boy and like me and the mom have been oh, talking boy. and, and it's like, oh boy, you know, the styles of parenting are totally, we're kind we're, I'm lucky. She's kind of the similar, similar way of my thinking and, and it's like you can't can't get away with some of the shit that you used to do back when I was younger. It's like you just don't see people getting raised like we yeah, were essentially. I got a six-year-old and you know it's it's crazy. Like I I I gotta take a step back and be like, all right, I gotta reevaluate how I'm gonna you know go after this. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I'll yeah. tell you one of the biggest challenges we face. I've I've got two boys. One's five, one's seven, and. One of the biggest challenges we face is screen time because we want our, our kids to be outside. We want them to be involved in, in playing in the dirt and everything that we got to enjoy as kids. But at the same time, you, ha- you have to really walk a fine line because if you totally alienate them from screens, we are in such a technology focused country that you're actually being detrimental to them. So you have to. You have to allot for some screen time. So they, well, well, it's one of those things where you have to get them familiar enough that if they ever wanted to pursue a career where they, where they want to have technology involved, they need to know how to operate it. And at a fundamental level, it's just being a kid and playing on it makes you comfortable with it. But, it, you can't let it cross that line to yeah, where it becomes a focus. It. Yeah. So that's really too one much of the, is too much. It yeah. is. And that's a really yeah. hard line to draw as a parent these days. Yeah. But can you imagine yeah. when they're our, our age, the technology that's going to be in the field? Holy that's it. Fuck. And that's why blowing. And that's why even if you want them to go into the trades, it is going to be detrimental to say no screens whatsoever right. because they're going to be involved in some form or fashion of technology by the time they get into the workforce. Doesn't matter if they're in the trades or not. Yeah. hundred percent. That fucker. It's like, he's going to be sitting in the, I'm going to be like Alan there on the hangover. He's going to be sitting in the front (laughs) mount running digger doing a foundation. I don't give a fuck. Make make sure you put the the sunglasses on. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, that's, that's kind of similar how it was raised though. It's like we were, we were out there, playing in the dirt. Yeah, I mean, you fuck they around got in the pitch, woods all day. They got a picture of me sitting in fucking overalls in a stream with a bucket on my head. Yeah. In their living room, for Christ's sakes. And yep. it's like, fuck, I don't see pictures like that anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'm, dude, my I daughter, guess I'm, I'm outside with her as much as I can. Dude. Yeah. She, I bring her to work with me. Like, you know, it sometimes, you know, hinders the day, but at the same time, like, I got to slow down. Just like, this is awesome. Yeah. This time yeah. you won't get back and they will take it to the next level. You yeah. Know, there was, there was a guy that was on Joe Rogan and he, it's a famous line that you see in like videos and shit. Now he's like from zero to four, your child is only a, a baby for only four years. And yeah. if you don't embrace it now, you can have other kids, but like four fucking years, it goes by quicker yeah. than you think. I'm you, my daughter's six. And it's like, I, you know, our parents, everybody always says that it goes by so fast. Like they're moving out of your house. So and like, that's a is. mental wormhole that I have to try really hard not to go down sometimes that the, 
whatever time period you're talking about, like I look back at pictures of my seven year old when he was like two and I'm just like, it's gone. Yeah. Like it's fucking yeah. over. Yeah. And I was working and so much, you know, COVID was a blessing. Like I think I said in previous podcasts, like it was a blessing. Now I get to take my daughter to yeah, school. Absolutely. When I, got her. I get to pick her up. I get to go. And that's whatever. where I'm, I'm kind of lucky that this summer and next summer, essentially I'm going to pound and kind of get to a spa and, like the, Dial the back mother, a bit. the mother kind of gives me a lot of shit. She's like, well, you can't fucking work seven days a week. And, and my mindset of it is like, well, when he's six or seven on fucking Thursday, Friday, I'll be like, yo, let's go hit the lake, man. Yeah. And let's get on the water. Cause I like to fish and hunt. That's been like a huge thing in my oh, family dude. is you outdoors. I am coming out to help vlog and, and we'll go hunting. Oh, Totten, we're not getting back now. Yeah, he's, we, he's we your problem of, now, Lauren. We do a lot of tracking, man. <laughs> I, I like tracking, I like tracking. Yeah, yeah. No, we track oh, tracking track. in the right. snow. Nice. Yeah. Right on. I don't think they do that much in Michigan. No. 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 I, I hang from a, a we, sex swing, we, they call it. Oh, yeah. yes. That's yeah. right. Your sex swing. He's got yeah. his little Hitachi yeah. rigged up there for a good time. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No, we tracking something else when you get here. Matt's just back yeah. rocking back and forth in his tree line. You about ready to be done, Matt? No. A couple more hours. I'll be in. <laughs> yeah, but we do like in the in November or whatever. We kind of we shut down. We go to camp, and that's like a thing that's been yeah, that's in Michigan my life. And generational fifteenth like, deer. Camp, yeah, you and know. and that's same with the whole trades thing. And like, if my boy wants to take this thing on, then fuck it, he can. If he doesn't, yeah. then I'll accept it. Sure. Yep. And it's and I think that I was blessed because my parents they they both from they went to school in Cornell and they could have pushed college on me. Yeah, like yeah. a motherfucker, and they were like, dude. The world is your oyster. Go ahead and do it. Whatever That's you want to do. Awesome and if you parenting advice. Man, awesome and, parenting advice. And my, my dad told me, he goes, dude, we're going to watch you fuck up. We're going to let you fall down. And we're going to watch you try to get up on your own. And if you struggle... We're going to let you struggle. And then when we need to set, when we need to step in, we'll step in. Yeah. And you'll know when we step in. And now it's like, we start talking about business and stuff cause they're, they're all about it with me and we kind of bounce ideas off each other and we, we just talk and they're like, yeah, I can, the, nine years ago, 10 years ago, we could never have these conversations cause you were just too yeah. ignorant and just yeah. fucking dumb that's, because I thought I knew everything, man. Yeah, and I didn't know shit. Young man syndrome. And you're going to continue to grow though. Yeah. Yeah. And it's every day being like learning all these new things. Now I'm paying attention more about what the world, what, how the world affects me in yeah. ways. And it's like back then I didn't give a fuck. Nope. Now it's like, maybe I should look at a couple articles or listen to something just to kind of get an idea get what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Let's look at the market. Let's do look at the market analysis for housing and shit. And what's that like? COVID was a blessing for everybody up here, but it's pushed a lot of people up here. Really? Wow. 2021, Vermont was the number one state to move to in the country. Wow. Oh, was fuck it just because yeah. of the land that was available or the houses were? It's because everybody's scared of COVID and, ah, to get and no one the lives there. Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. So then well, are you another guys taking thing. more because there's a lot more fuckers need to go. <laughs> so the what's the great thing about Vermont, and I will say this is so like we're we don't have a metropolitan based city. So really our our economy is it's good. If it tanks, it doesn't affect us as hard because we're we're kind of bubbled 
like, and we don't push a lot of building permits where our zoning is really tough. So you like to build, you fucking earn it to build. And that's a great thing. So like it'll, for us, if it did tank, it'll just slow down and you'll fight harder to get jobs. And you go back to trading cattle and women, (laughs) trading cattle, women, um, mules, you know, I mean, would it like a wagon wheel, some forgery, whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? I can't judge too harshly. My wife just recently got into milling her own wheat. So she's like, I'm sitting here going, well, I feel like what the fuck is that? Oh, it is exactly (laughs) what it sounds like. Like she, she bought this fucking grain mill. Milling your own wheat. Milling her own wheat. So she, so she buys, we, we literally just, I've been giving her shit for like three weeks now because she bought 150 pounds of fucking grain. You know how much that, that shit's worth right now? Oh yeah. yeah. Like now she, it, that's, that's Hang the, on to that. God has a sense of humor and a sense of irony. Cause I've been giving her shit over this for like a, at least three weeks, if not a month. And now so all you, of a sudden this wheat that I've been giving her so much shit over is like sitting on a gold or, you know, this gold mine. Yeah. And she's like, who's laughing now? <laughs> So you it's start like fucking, with it? Well, it, if we start dealing with Lauren more, it sounds like that's the currency yeah. up there. <laughs> Listen, but, I'll trade a couple gallons of gas for a couple grains of wheat. Exactly. Man. I'm yeah. Well, I've been I've been you. laughing that we've got the wagon train heading out here with our grain supply, but no, she literally has bought a the grain silo? mill. Is that what you guys are building? Exactly, yeah. The, the silo we got. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's going full farmer. Yeah, yeah, it looks like full it's going to be a, bar, a pad for a pool, one of those round pools. It's actually the foundation for the new grain silo going in. You guys got to watch a millennial farmer. Oh, that's right. Fucking exactly. A. He's got, dude, he's got such a great podcast. I've listened to him once or twice, He does. Too. He's entertaining. Yeah. But yeah, she's Fucking got a. this, she got this grain mill and I'm like, are we getting a couple donkeys to run it? Like, how does this work? And so it comes. They're not cheap either. No, I'm, this I googled was like it. There's like 400 bucks. There's a KitchenAid on here. It's fucking $149. Oh, that's then, a cheap one. That's a cheap yeah, one. Yeah, then there's like a country living grain mill. It's $529. There you profe- go. Do you have a professional grain mill? Because oh. that's what this one is oh, for $730. she doesn't fuck around. She doesn't fuck around. She got this grain mill. Wow. And it's, the funny thing is, it looks like a, it looks like a, beefy coffee grinder kind of yeah yeah but when you open it up it literally has two stones that this electric motor turns it is an old it is the exact same concept as a old fucking water wheel grain mill that you used to take your grain bags to to have a milled it's just a miniature version so this thing's like i don't know it's like six inches in diameter uh of this just the stone discs and you dump your grain in the top and it grinds the flour Wow. And that's what she wanted to do. She's into okay. bread making and everything. So now we have the finest freshly milled grain in all of the land. Pure grain. And and so yes, we're gonna we're gonna open a brothel next door. <laughs> nice. And we'll serve our nice uh, freshly Super baked bread. bread and and we'll have a tavern winch. And it sounds like we're we're kind of setting up shop like Vermont. <laughs> like I'm fucking. I'm, board. We'll be doing trades. All fucking a. You yeah, give absolutely. Me a, you, we we're set. We I are set. Be the donkey hauling it back. And forth. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say we got a couple <laughs> couple <laughs> teams of oxen headed your way for the next trade. <laughs> fucking now, Lauren, right. If you could give anybody advice about getting into the skilled trades, what would it be? I think if someone really wants to wants to do it they need to not overthink the process and they need to just do it. Yes. And it's, it's totally changed now. Like when I first got into it, I got yelled at 
I would get beat up essentially verbally abused. Yep. Um, they, they taught me valuable lessons through all the verbal abusement and just the shit that they would do where now you kind of have to like sugarcoat it and your feelings and stuff. And like, uh, it's kind of, that's the whole fucked up deal anyway, but like they just need to go in there and just do it and try it because it was the best thing that I ever did. And look at me now. Yeah. Yeah. Killing it. Fuck. I don't know if I'm killing it. I think I'm killing it, but just don't overthink it and like, just trust the process. And I will say if someone wants to, that's in the trades and they want to go in business, I think they just need to roll the dice and they just need to fucking do it. And it's scary as shit. Yeah, it is. But man, you wake up one day and you get oddly comfortable with being uncomfortable if that makes sense Uh, that's what rick says all the time you You just get comfortable being uncomfortable tonight before this podcast i got a contract signed and i got a check handed me i sold a job i was like dude drive i was it's the biggest boner rush you just said oh my god like and then you know and it was probably yesterday i was kind of like man am i gonna get that job or you know am i gonna cheat but it was just like that, that feeling like i was a little down and then i'm just like i'm back you know, fucking right on top awesome. and it, and it's it's definitely it's it's an uphill it's you're never on the top yep it's, it's always up and, and down I'm be able to paint my own fucking you know fucking right yeah, man and you get to the top of the mountain and this is what i say you you ride you ride the summit you're always going to be on top of the mountain but you're climbing summit to summit and it's up That's and down the whole said. time <laughs> fucking right <laughs> well man that it's, was great advice dude but uh, it's just the I just think everybody should just try it because you're not you're not getting any younger. Yeah. And I wish I did this. Sal, I wish I did this. Like, back. Yeah, I would have done this when I was 15, you know. Fuck it. Fucking right. If I could have done it when I was probably not fresh out yeah. of school, because I know people that have done it fresh out of school. And, burned up. and they have definitely made some serious mistakes. And I'm blessed for the education that I got in the trade industry of heavy civil work and what I know, my knowledge, it's made me a better operator. It's made me faster. It's made me think more and be more efficient with site layout, the way I move dirt, anybody. And like, people tell me about this GPS, they're like, well, that's cheating. And I was like, if you don't know what to do with your fucking dirt and you don't know dirt management, that GPS ain't shit. Yep. Yep. It's It's just another tool to increase your productivity when it's used right. And everyone's like, well, are you going to be cheaper now? No, I'm going to be the same price. Same I'm price. just going to be able, be able to increase my value now. That, and yeah, I'm going to be able to do faster. Yeah. yeah. That's the mar- margins increase. That's what you're doing. You're becoming more productive so that you can increase your margins in a business where margins suck ass. And they're like, Correct. you know, so, you did that in four fucking days. You're like, yeah, well, I also spent 250 yeah. on that machine. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that's kind of the way you have to you have to look at it. And that's why I'm like transparent with everybody. It's like, dude, it's fucking expensive. That right there is over 200 grand. Yep. I could buy a fucking Lamborghini pretty much. Yep. But here we are. I'm fucking digging, digging dirt. And I got a set of boots on here and we're just going to wing it and see what happens. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of how, that's how I roll with it. Yeah. And yeah. Present, I'm more of a presentation guy now. Like I've been actually getting more work. Because uh, like I used to have, I like to like I got friends that own their own shit, but it's all ratty, and they 
they probably got three or four hundred thousand dollars shoved in the fucking back lawn and pvc tubes you know yeah but like they don't get work because they show up in rowdy shit right and their shit's smoking or it's on fire and it's like yeah and i don't want to be that guy yard for a week because yeah. you can't get it yeah out and it's leaking oil tomorrow yeah yeah and i'm not and i didn't want to because because the way i wanted to push like the we're based in this little area where there's a lot of ponds and lakes and greensboro is like one of the top 10 vacation areas in the country and there's there's just a lot of old money up here. Yeah. And you want and to so take it. That's my, that's my target. Like going to Sugar Hill over in New Hampshire, Franconia notch over in New Hampshire, shit like that. Like yeah. targeting, targeting people with big, 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 big checkbooks. Hell yeah. I'm glad and, you said checkbooks. Right. They don't send no. some other form of payment. Now, if you could they do don't, anything, brother. Would you and go back in time? What would be your dream job? I'd be a hunting guide in Alaska. Oh, nice! Yeah. That's a fucking nice answer. Yeah. Have you been up there? I'm gonna be up there. I think right. I got opportunity. I got some. I know uh, know a guy that bought some land up there. Hell so yeah! So we're gonna do do I a kit. I think for four, uh, three summers. Take some sugar so cubes with you. How so? How far away <laughs> is uh, Lake Surprise? Is that near Sitka? <laughs> That's out of my realm. I'm, I'm not sure. So this is where this land is up by Lake I think, Surprise. I think that's like down by the, you know, the Kenai Peninsula, like down by Anchorage and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, this is. Yeah, we're supposed wrong. to do it. Yeah, somebody Timber from Alaska's yeah. gonna like say you're way off, bro. <laughs> I, know. I don't know. I just did the Fairbanks. You know, hung out there for three summers. So did, did you have time. to? Do you carry a fucking? Uh, a big forty-four mag on you all times no, for I the was Grizzlies. A dumbass. <laughs> I I carry around freaking cowbells in the woods. Nice. Oh, <laughs> He's a pacifist. Really, really, you know, the bears aren't what you got to be worried about. It's the moose, dude. I was gonna say them. Yeah, the mooses are the the Mooses. real dangerous. Yeah, we got quite a few of those things up here. Damn, They're I could hear it in your accent. Big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like usually most people one or two. Fucking right, wrestling them. <laughs> Well, uh, Lauren, thanks for being on. We appreciate it, man. This has been fun. Yeah, no Stay problem. Touch, thanks bro. for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for listening. As always, give us a rating. Give us a review. It really helps us out. And and if you're in any of the trades we haven't talked to, we really want to shine a spotlight on a number of trades. So uh, absolutely reach out to us. You can get on the website, dieselandironproductions.com. Shoot us a message, and we'd love to have you on. As always, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next episode of Sweat and Grime. Thank you.